The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation and I'm your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening and this approaching, approaching shift in consciousness is actually already here now. I'm delighted with uh, the way the show is going and the guests are all stepping up at exactly the right time to give us their message. And on that note, I just wanted to let you know and, and to thank all of our listeners. Uh, I mentioned... Uh, last month that I'd had a significant increase in listenership in uh, October and November up uh, into the four or 500,000 uh, area. And I knew I had a pretty special lineup of guests in December, but I didn't expect to get the listenership that we did. And, and, and Brandy, my producer, let me know on Friday this week that uh, December's numbers were out and we had 800,000 hits on the show in the month of December. Uh, absolutely astonishing result for me. I'm so happy and pleased, and I'm also so grateful to all of you who are tuning in and listening to this show, and obviously people are finding it of significant value, otherwise you wouldn't be here. So thank you so very much indeed. So my guest today is Mary Lynn Ross, and perhaps first of all, Mary Lynn, welcome to the show. Thank perhaps, you. And perhaps you should explain to uh, our listeners why a well-known TV actress, comedian, and filmmaker would be on a show like mine today, Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Well, I love being invited, and I love discovering you, and I think we're all in this world together to do exactly what your show is about. This is a co-creation of consciousness, and I'm like, I say I'm a love bug in training here and uh, just joining all of you with uh, great gratitude. So, so tell us a bit about how your life evolved through your involvement in, in, uh, in television and in making films and how that's uh, transformed now, still into, into doing that, but with the, the spiritual side to it. <laughs> well, I was told, and I love sharing this, that I was born literally laughing. And <laughs> I mean, imagine your baby coming out of the womb with a <laughs> a giggle, but then they soon discovered I had dysentery, and that it was really little. <laughs> that's no, that's no laughing matter. Bubbles and stuff coming up, but I think every time someone told me that story, it invigorated me to be a laughing person, 
to be a joyous person. It was like I was given permission right from the get-go. And as an actress, I found that uh, I, I really fitted in into the comedy world. And I would even do characters. I would try to do Marlon Brando imi- imitations and this one and that one. And pretty soon, I got invited by Lucille Ball to be in her only acting class, if you can believe. And Fantastic. I was like thrown, and Lucille Ball really influenced me because at one point we were doing something, doing an improv, doing something, and she stopped everything, and she came over, and she took my hand, and she looked in my eyes, and she said, you have the funnies. Well, I almost fainted, of course, because here it was coming from someone who I thought was the best ever. But she gave me something even more. She gave us a practical sense of what the work was about, what right action was about, what was living in your own integrity. She was a very wise woman. And I've, I've been influenced by many people like this through my career where it became more important about who was doing the job rather than what you were doing. Because, you know, you develop skills in life no matter what you do. I became, you know, I wrote the first nine to five. With my first script I was hired to write, it was called Foxy Ladies. And, of course, they when, when they took it over at Paramount, uh, a much more seasoned writer came in and wrote it. So I seemed to be falling in to very lucky positions. And at one point, I w- and I was meditating too at the time, I would tune in because part of the acting career is, and you're studying acting, a part of it was always for me, I wanted to know more about the self more about who I actually was. And, you know, you're a young person. You don't really know something. You're just wandering around the world getting experiences. And at one very definite point, I was playing a character, and she was different than I was. She was a totally victim-oriented character. It was a play called Baby Doll. They made it into a movie. And... As I explored this character, the internal mechanisms of the character, what motivated the character, what, what her undercurrent was, something exploded in me because I saw my own shadow self. I saw the oneness, no matter how we appear on the outside, that inside we contain all of these things, the, the light, the dark, and so forth. And that then led me to even searching deeper for the self than just the surface level. So that gives you a little clue how I might have gotten started. Absolutely. Now, let's, uh, you've, there's a few points I want to come back to that you've just raised already, but as you've just mentioned it, let's, let's talk a bit about the shadow because that's such an important part of this transformational journey that we're on. And there is often a tendency for people to resist their own shadow side. So talk a bit about that. You know, in the shadow side, there's a lot of judgments that we could have. We feel shameful about things, and then we tend to want to blame others. So we, we start freezing our heart. 
We start defending ourselves because we're so afraid someone might know our deep secret of who we truly are because we haven't really tapped the other side at that point. We haven't really gotten to the essence of the, the, the light self that, that really can diminish and dis, uh, disintegrate what it is that is keeping us from our highest good and happiness. And um, the shadow self sometimes contains pain. And so many of us are so afraid of experiencing the deep level of pain that's in human suffering. And it's just part of life. We can say it tritely like that, but in the essence, it's like walking the razor's edge, which is what the great Buddhists are teaching us to do, where you have one foot. It's not just one foot in this reality and another foot in another dimension. It's also being able to walk with your pain and still feel the light. And that takes some work. It takes some technology. And it takes a desire. And I personally had to face that in the biggest way. And those of you who might know my situation know that I lost my son, my only child. He was 22, Byron four years ago, and in that moment of losing my son, as I was devastated, as all parents are, it's an amazing uh, loss that you can't explain. I had lost my parents before this and grieved them, but it was not like this. And in that moment in time, as I really... The ego, everything, I can't even tell you, was dissolved. And it was almost like I was nothing. And I had to say to myself with tears, with screaming, with help, 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 screaming to my guides, to God, to even my son, how am I going to go on without being a mother? And from that deep desire of Facing a reality of what you can't change and also knowing this connection with the veil beyond the other side that we don't really die. The energy, the soul lives on and and remains in the heart of those that love us when we pass or we love them when they pass. And from that knowing, I was no longer so afraid I, I, I can cry, I can be vulnerable, but I'm not as afraid of pain now because I walked through it and I'm continuing to. No one's saying that it has to dissolve totally. It just means that if we can center ourselves in that truth, life will take on a new meaning. I am not the same person before that. I'm ever growing now. <laughs> I still am funny and silly and have a personality that I love being with because I love that lighthearted part of me. So I am learning to be human, to have these emotions and walk that razor's edge. Well, that's a beautiful description, Marilyn. Thank you so much for that, and thank you for being so vulnerable um, on the show so early on. I mean, that's a massive story, but it's wonderful that you have um, been able to transcend that, that pain and still remain lighthearted through it all. 
Well, that that is a gift. That is a choice. We all have it. And I walk around and people say to me, oh, it's easy for you because you're a creative person. You're an actress. You've been a comedian. You, you won awards. You were daytime's first comedian. You have 23 million people watching you. I say, so what? I was in a garage, basically. We really weren't. We were in, like, basements, and the red light comes on. You, and you muster up joy. And you, you, you do it because I did it because I had, I have an addiction. I like making people happy. <laughs> That's a great addiction an to have. So how is, how is Byron, since he's passing, how has he inspired you? Inspired me? I'm connected. He laughs at me every day. <laughs> he, he laughs at me. He, he reminded me before he passed one time. He created something called the Ha Ha Gang, which was before um, we ever heard of the laughing yoga. He was in film school. He was very young. And he brought all the classmates over, and he was the director of his big film, and it was called the hogging. He had people laughing. He, we were laughing so hard we couldn't stop when he said cut. And he taught us just to laugh. And I said, Byron, how did you ever learn this? He said, Mom, don't you remember when, how you potty trained me? We were doing improv. You were waving your hands and making me laugh. That's how he got potty trained. And so, I mean, Ludicrous. Ludicrous. I mean, are we willing, is anyone out there willing just to have fun just because it's fun to have fun? Have we given ourselves permission that we, in this world so filled with heaviness, have we given ourselves permission for one second just to lighten it up? Uh Uh-huh. Well, Mary Lynn, I'm with you all the way there. (laughs) And that's it. It's the ha-ha. You just start, <laughs> and you go with it. It's the laughter going, yeah. yoga. It's contagious. You cannot worry and laugh at the same time. And I really said I put the OM in comedy. <laughs> O-M, OM in comedy. <laughs> so actually, Mary Lee, we're coming up to our first break, and it's a great time to take it. And uh, we'll return with Mary Lynn Ross after this break. It's Peter Tongue for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Every life on Earth has the capability of knowing the world in a much more powerful way than what we've settled for. 
and Gaim TV is there to support your journey in knowledge, awareness, and awakening. Our vision is to raise global consciousness by bringing viewers original interviews, inspiring films, and engaging series on today's most sought-after topics. We invite you to try Gaim TV free for 10 days. Visit www.gaimtv.com to claim your free trial. You won't look at your life and your world the same way again. That's G-A-I-A-M TV.com. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Just a reminder to go to my website, www.petertongue.com. All sorts of information there. Fairly shortly, the uh, February newsletter will be up, and that will include uh, an article about what has taken place since uh, December 21st, 2012, in this uh, first few weeks of the new year and the new world, um, and also all the radio shows, which are archived on that site. And www.myheartcenteredjourney.com and the Ambassadors of Light program where we have a class every two weeks keeping you up to date with what is happening in the world of consciousness and spirit. I have with me today Mary Lynn Ross, well-known TV actress, filmmaker and comedian. And Mary Lynn, one of the things that I've seen you quoted as saying and you used the word a couple of times already is that life is an improv. Tell our listeners what you mean by that. Well, I have to, I will repeat it. Life is an improv, or you would have been born with a script in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> and since you weren't, then how do we learn to kind of go with the flow? And how do we learn in our life that there will be things that happen that we can't change, and there will be things that happen that we can change? And how do we learn to have the discernment to know the difference? so that we don't live in this, this tightness that many people live in today. We're under a lot of stress. And one of the ways of, you know, we do want to plan, but if you plan your life so rigidly that there's no room in your, in your space that when you get knocked against the wall, which many of us do, you're going to get up against the wall on something, how do you kind of wiggle out? How do you kind of know you'll be okay? And so a lot of our work in the improv world, which is one of the masteries that I have been perfecting my whole life. For instance, I was in an um, uh, improv group with Robin Williams. And there were many uh, people that you will have heard of that were in that group. And when I would go on stage with Robin, he would say to me, Mary Lynn, just stand there. I'll talk. 
And that was like, what do you mean he's going to talk? I'm on the stage. But you couldn't talk. You couldn't keep up with Robin. So it became how you react to what's going on, how you say yes to the flow. And that's one of the major rules in improv is you say yes. And it yes meaning that there's you can even agree to disagree. You have a yes of a willingness to participate in life. And the more I did improv and the sillier it got, it flowed into my life. And, and we encourage people, uh, you know, a lot of what I, you know, share in workshops and things that I do is this type of living, to live with uh, the okay to give yourself permission. And here's the big one to try something new, to risk something. Instead of getting caught, again, what we're talking about in a, in a comfort zone that you're afraid to step out of. And when people are looking for their purpose today, even the allowing, I think we have many purposes. Uh, my life purpose is to, I say that people ask me, what path are you on or what are you doing and I'm on the path of love. And that means something very particular to me in my purpose, in my improv life. It means that I'm going to love myself. And what does that mean? It's very personal to me. It's something that I can say to myself. I can self-talk and say, you know, I love being with you. You're a, you're a pretty good gal to be able to affirm yourself. And these are all part of living an improv of which you are the star of your life. It doesn't mean that it's all about me, that I'm a narcissist. It means we're in a we world. There's we. But how can there be a we if there isn't a me? (laughs) So it's like all the little me's are in a bubble floating all through the universe floating by each other, and the cool thing about the bubble is it's transparent, and we can reach out one in another and form circles around the world where we're not so afraid to be judged. We're not so afraid to reach out and hug someone instead of standing there and waiting for the person to hug us because we're so afraid of rejection. Marilyn, I actually saw a, a, a YouTube on, online on your website, which was called Lover's Needs. And I'd love you just to do a little recap of that for our listeners, because it's so important related to what you've just said. Well, <laughs> you know what? You better do the recap. I have so many. <laughs> but I, I love the sound of it, Lover's Needs. I did that. I have to go look at it. See, that's part of the improv. I, I, that doesn't mean I couldn't repeat it, because guess what? As an actor, you've got to memorize the script. But um, I believe if I really tune in to what a lover's need is, that we're expecting somebody to rescue us. We're expecting somebody to come in and fill up sometimes this little hole that we're, I think many of us, I don't know if we're born with it, We get it along the way. We feel abandoned as kids. And we have this little thing that we keep wanting someone else to fill up. And 
what happens is that imagine two people meeting each other with this little hole. <laughs> and, and each one of them is kind of waiting for the other one to give. And that's why I say the loving the self and filling it up with the, it, this, this huge super conscious energy, infinite intelligence, the light field, is how we can fill that up and not be so afraid when we see someone and if they have a hole that we can hug them first and that we can show them a little vulnerability. And, and, and to allow our hearts to melt. So if people want to go on and watch that video, they can. <laughs> on YouTube. Well, I think actually, you've, I think you've actually done it better now than on the YouTube. Well, I, uh, <laughs> well that's pretty interesting. <laughs> no and, scripture scenes yeah, and improv. So, um, all of this plays in. It's nothing new. It's just how each one of us frames our reality. And that's one of the things that I've been uh, working on, and I have eight books out now, and two are curriculums, and each one of them has built on the next, meaning it's a search for, it's an exploration is a better word, it's an adventure of finding other ways to communicate the same things we hear over and over again. The people who come on your show share wonderful healing techniques, and yet one day somebody might say one word and that whole thing will click in. And so it isn't that we're not agreeing or saying a lot of the same things or discovering a lot of the same things which have to do with self-awareness and, and actually self-actualization where that we are not just meditating, which is a great thing to learn, that we're activating it in the world where that all of our actions become meditation in action because we're let's, fully let's, absorbed in that moment and we're fully involved. So that's absolutely. really back to what the improv is. It's living in the moment. It's really being in the moment with our five senses. What do you hear, see, smell, taste, touch? And when we get into that sensorial expansion, our intuition clicks in because we're not in our mind anymore. We're in the super mind that we're all connected to. And that's the space right now that we really can activate together and then our purpose gets a lot clearer. We're not so alone thinking, I'm alone, i got to come up with something. We know that our main purpose is this connection. And each one of us has these individual skills that mine is acting and, uh, or sharing some of the skills I know Another is a meditation teacher, and someone else might be doing a lot of the things that I also do, like helping children or whatever. You'll know your purpose when you know you're connected. And so let's talk, it's let's, not uh, like talk, we're let's doing talk an aria, the... isolating by ourselves. So that's part of the improv. You can't do it alone. Absolutely. 
So let's talk about one of the books, which is actually the title of this show, and uh, it's a wonderful title, Bounce Off the Walls, Land on Your Feet. Where did that come from? Well, that, this is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite stories because I had been writing this book for years, and Byron, before he passed away, had been reading the latest draft, and he said, Mom, you've got to get this out there. It's going to help a lot of people. And truly, when he passed away, I was totally motivated to complete this book and get it out there because it's like a recipe book. And it's one of those books you can open it to a page, you could ask a question, and, whoa, people say, that's just what I was thinking, or, wow, that helped me. I've done that with other books, but this one was designed that way. And it it has many different subjects, many different feelings to it. And the, the thing, bounce off the walls, land on your feet, well, that's a choice. You can land on your butt, too, or you can land on, on your ear or your head or upside down. But the idea that no matter what we go through, that we have techniques in it, we have something called a seven-step morph, which is really way too complicated to explain in our short time here together, but we do teach that in workshops and so forth. It's a right brain, left brain problem-solving technique which goes into a place called incubation, and that incubation is dropping into the genius zone or, the, as we call it, and or the expanse of infinite intelligence and how we can access information that is time memorial has been there and once we hit that zone creativity just spouts everywhere and it's our way of offering that particular uh, skill base to people and um, we're going to do a process we won't do the process this time but at the end of the next break we'll actually go into a process uh, with Mary Lynn so if any of you are driving or operating in a machine we just be aware we won't do it after this break we'll do it after the final break we will take that break right now, and it's Spirit of Tongue for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. In these changing times, the journey toward global consciousness has never been more important. Gaim TV is the first online video library dedicated to support your journey toward global and personal discovery. Our viewers enjoy unlimited access to our vast selection of inspiring interviews, engaging films, and award-winning wellness videos. And we invite you to try it for free. Visit www.gaiamtv.com to start your free trial. The journey starts now. That's G-A-I-A-M-TV.com. Be visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. 
listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tung. Have with me today, Mary Lynn Ross, uh, Queen of Giggle and up, uh, Upgrading to Laughter. So, Mary Lynn, please uh, let our listeners know your uh, website and any uh, other things they need to know to connect with you or any events you have coming up. Um, yes, well, they can go to maryway.com. It's M-E-R-R-I-E. W-A-Y.com, MaryWay.com. It has lots of free advice, free little programs, exercises. It goes a little further into this work, and it shares. It will up, uh, will share some of my upcoming programs. I have. I will actually be in Annapolis and in Washington in that long. I'm doing a film festival there, and I also will be doing a lecture series. And uh, that is in March, and I don't have the exact uh, dates I'll be speaking, but it, that will be on my website. And I have a pretty full uh, telesummits coming up and various things that you can find on the website. Great, thank you. So we, we started talking a bit about the book, Bounce Off the Walls, Land on Your Feet, before the break. And one of the elements of that, uh, of that book is talking about morphing havoc and hassles into harmony and happiness. So just talk a bit about that for us. Well, if, if you look at those four words, havoc and hassles and harmony and happiness, they start with H-A. And they happen to be, <laughs> I never go off subject, <laughs> they are my ha-ha's. Ah, I see. Uh-huh, yes. And if you I put them all that. together, you have an ah-ha-ha, you know, and um, yes, they're it, when I discovered that, I realized that everything we're doing is a choice. Everything in our life is a choice. And we have to be free enough to recognize that. And many people are going through life right now with all kinds of tumultuous issues. Uh, it could be financial. It's health. Uh, we're watching tremendous things going on in the area of violence in this world. And as a collective energy field, some of us absorb that. And, and the more of an empath or intuitive you are, even the more you absorb it personally, or if you've learned to just cut everything off, the harder the shell is around you to keep it out. And how can we go through our life facing the habits, the hassles that come up, and transform them into harmony and into happiness. And one of the things that, um, you know, we, are, we, we don't have to be drama kings and queens. Every little thing that happens, if, if we let stress day by day by day pile up, and day by day by day, it just starts absorbing and being our norm. Underneath, we're going to have a, a level of anxiety that we're so comfortable with. We don't even know it's there anymore. And um, a door will slam, 
and you might jump because you're on the edge waiting for the shoe to fall. And we've sort of bought into a mentality now that every chicken little screaming, you know, the earth is falling from the sky. I mean, the sky is falling to the earth or whatever. And it's time now to recognize that. And I, I think that we're all coming to this, at least I am, that we are in control of this mind that chatters constantly, that there is another being in us, our soul, our real self that resides in this temple and in our body. And that is what we always need to tune into in order to morph anything. We use the word morph, and by the way, we coined that term 16 years ago before it was in the vernacular. And no one understood it. We'd say, we're going to morph your life, morph habits and hassles. We had a program called Morph America that was honored by President Clinton. And yet, we had to explain what morph meant. We don't have to now. We know it's transformation. We know that morphing is getting another perspective. That's what it initially was, was where, like in the Michael Jackson video when we first saw it, where he morphed into other characters. Well, we can actually morph into other attitudes. We can morph into a higher being persona and attract the best part that we want to live with inside of ourselves by tuning into it. So I don't know if I'm being clear, <laughs> Peter. In you're being, very, you're being very clear, but I, but I also want to add on top of that then. So going from that shift in perception and where we are, how do we then lift that energy up into this place of, of lightheartedness and laughter? Well, one of the ways of doing that, again, is to actually own where we are. Because resistance, or even affirmation sometimes, you can do a positive affirmation, but if the underside of part of you doesn't believe in it, it's not going to hold much water. You can even read a book and feel good and make a transformation for one moment, but how do you hold on to it? And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about how to have a consistency of being able to tune into yourself and to be able to transform a feeling by not resisting it, by allowing it to be there, and the focus isn't there anymore. That that I just did was an energetic frequency of shifting that frequency because every single thing in this earth is a frequency. Every animal, every plant, all of us have frequency. Every smell, every flower, every healing object is a frequency. And the oneness frequency is the one I'm talking about where it is a pure energy field which is all light. And when we hit that light field, the other frequencies just blend in. We don't have to smash the negative and beat it to a pulp with a with you know a sledgehammer. We don't have to resist it. 
we don't have to be so afraid of it. And so that's the place where it's a magical place because miracles happen, healings happen. And you know that in your own work, Peter. That is where this, this whole magical energy is. And some people want to figure it all out. I mean, scientists are proving it because they can measure it now. We can see it, but it's always been there whether they measured it or didn't measure it. Shamans for millenniums and, and great teachers have been talking about it. And the difference, I think, right now is that we are moving fast enough in this frequency of how this planet's going that we don't have to meditate for 25 years to get it. We can know it's there and access it. And it's from this place, then, that we can manifest beyond our wildest dreams. That's it. That is it. And um, that's one of the things that we encourage youth, particularly, that have been born into this world that's so chaotic right now, is to dream, to allow that expansive dream. And when the real dreamers, the Mayans, said that God dreamed you into a song, that there's a heart song, that you are the dream. And when you realize that you are this dream and you can live it, it becomes, you know, you feel lighter in your step. You, you want to skip down the street. You start feeling invigorated like all things are possible. And then they say, if you believe, well, then you have to trust. What does believe mean? Beliefs are what's preventing us, the things that have made us shrink into the smallness of ourselves, certain beliefs. But believing in this energy, whether you believe it or not, you can tune into it. It isn't about belief. It's about experience. It's about where you choose to live. And I like to say choosing the life that you love. So, Marilyn, you're going to do a little process after the break, so perhaps uh, let our listeners know now before we go to break uh, what that's going to be. Well, I think since we've been talking about this, why don't we just go to the space together and just hang out? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, words are birds if you don't do something with them. And, yeah. you know, I'm sure the people have experienced it before, but I haven't done it with them and you and... It's my honor to participate. Okay. So we'll just let, uh, let our listeners know then that we're going to be doing a little process on our return immediately after the break, uh, going into a meditative space. So if you are doing anything with machinery or driving a car, just take, uh, we'll only be doing it for a couple of minutes, so just uh, take a quiet moment and pull over somewhere safe and just give yourself uh, this opportunity to tune in and be connected to this beautiful, magnificent field of light to which we are all connected. So we'll actually take our break now. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Every life on Earth has the capability of knowing the world in a much more powerful way than what we've settled for. 
and Gaim TV is there to support your journey in knowledge, awareness, and awakening. Our vision is to raise global consciousness by bringing viewers original interviews, inspiring films, and engaging series on today's most sought-after topics. We invite you to try Gaim TV free for 10 days. Visit www.gaimtv.com to claim your free trial. You won't look at your life and your world the same way again. That's G-A-I-A-M-T-V dot com. Do you want to reach your highest potential in your personal and business life? Come and join our heart-centered community with Peter Tung and Sherry Chase. Embrace love, abundance, integrity, and personal empowerment in a safe and sacred space for your awakening. Our intention is to lay the groundwork for you to advance your awareness efficiently, to be fully involved in the conscious co-creation of peace and prosperity on our beautiful planet. Go to MyHeartCenteredJourney.com for more information. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. With me today, Mary Lynn Ross, and Mary Lynn is going to lead us in a little process now for us to connect to all that is, to the magnificent fields of light. So if you are driving, uh, please stop doing so and pull over for a few moments. It will only be a couple of minutes. Uh, if you're operating any machinery or anything that's a bit uh, tricky, you just need to pause and just take a couple of minutes off, and let's uh, all come together into the oneness. So Mary Lynn, over to you. Thank you so much, Peter, and it's such an honor to sit here in this sacred circle with all of you. And in this particular circle, we know that we've been drawn together so that we can link up heart to heart, and that that is the space, this heart space, where we are all in a beautiful, beautiful oneness. And in this field... As you take a very deep breath, which is a good idea for always when you center to breathe deeply from your little belly all the way up. So let's take that breath. And as we hold the breath and we expand into this magnificent light field, we can feel tingling, light, light tingling of every cell waking up. And in this field, which we're going to amp up one more time, where we really know we're there, I'm just going to give one little signal that you're here, and we're going to open the field magnificently. And as that light permeates every cell in your body, you can feel 
the stretching, starting from your waist up, just stretching out as you start filling every cell in your body. And the cells, cells now are spinning, spinning counterclockwise, enlivening you. I'm going to sort of, you'll feel kind of at the top of your head, opening the Sahasra level, where a white light is just streaming through you. And as it streams through, you can feel this connection. And I'm going to release just a little bit in the solar plexus. Good. So that whatever you're feeling now, you can let out through your breath. Dispelling any energies, toxins, or whatever are flowing out with each breath. Allow one more deep inhalation and expel that energy. And in the sweetness, you can feel now, send out a voice, all the unborn souls that are looking to us, who are showering us with their love of their coming, of their awakening, so that we can feel this connection with the magnificence of everything we cannot see in this world that's beyond our vision. They are watching us, and they're sending this joy and this laughter. They want to come. So we are here, granted in this wonderful incarnation, to create that welcoming world for all to come. Hold that in your heart. And as we raise this vibration up to the unborn souls and all that have passed before them, all one is gratitude. And so be it. And we can awaken from that space. Hello, Peter. Yeah, I'm here. Thank you very much. I was just uh, just bringing myself, but that was beautiful. Thank you so much, Mary. <laughs> I didn't know if you were <laughs> if you fell asleep. I thought I might fall asleep, but uh, <laughs> no, okay, no, good. I'm actually uh, energized here, feeling very crystal clear and beautiful. Thank you so much. So let's actually uh, move on and talk about the children. I know they're really, really important to you, and you've talked about those souls waiting to come in to become the children, but there are also a whole bunch of wonderful children already here that we need to serve in a better way. So tell our listeners a little bit about your connection with the children and the Peace Smarts program that you have. Well, with, uh, we created a, a program called Peace Smarts, and it's a curriculum. Um, I mentioned, you know, we were honored by the president and two of them and uh, worked with Oprah. We've done a lot of work. We've helped 2 million children, uh, parents and teachers across uh, the United States and also in Canada, and uh, to become peacemakers. And this peacemaking is a lot about this space that we've been talking about. We, we put you through that, and it's a cross-curriculum where they can take any issue that they want and they will solve a problem that they feel is a problem. And some of them, in the cases of 
what's going on now, it's bullying. And they, they feel that they, they need to learn more about conflict resolution, and we've given them those answers. And uh, I have a number one best-selling book. Of course, it was there for a time, and they, it comes and goes, but it's it, number one called The Bully Solution, Peace Smart. And we teach conflict resolution. We teach communities, uh, uh, communication skills, and we teach unity and community where the kids end up doing uh, uh, service in the community. They've done anything from teaching ESL and mentoring programs, older kids, teaching English as a second language to younger children. And the results of what these kids have learned when we put them through the morph process and they go into this incubation in problem solving and they come up with positive solutions, it empowers them. And they also learn to accept their own uniqueness so they then can accept the differences in others and to value them. And they sit in circle in the morning and each one says just a little bit about how they feel so that the judgments and the, and the bullying and all those things start transforming. And, of course, getting the parents involved is our most critical issue and sometimes the most difficult because a lot of the kids, and they're not all inner city we deal with, deal with all kinds of kids, but a lot of them do not have the parental support that they need. And we try to encourage adults to come in in a, mentor, in a mentor program to help them. So I could go on and on. It's a great passion of mine. It's so needed at this time. And, again, I invite people, uh, all of you, if, if you are looking for something, volunteer right in your backyard. Whether you get involved in our program, bring a peace program to the school. It doesn't have to be ours. We support any of the ones that are bringing a solution now. And, again, I, I have to say, I had to, someone asked me, what are you now? Are you an actress? Are you this? Are you, how can you do all this stuff? I said, truthfully, I'm a spiritual activist. I can't just sit and meditate. I can send energy and love to the world, but let's put it in action now. We can all do that. And I know you, there's hungry hearts out there wanting to do it. So define something in your world and put it in there. I did it, and it gives me, I can't tell you, it makes me feel like even if I helped one kid who helps one other kid who helps one other kid and one teacher who helps one other child who helps one other child, then I've given something. So it can be done at any level. It must start right at home. Start right in your own home spending more time with your children. And, I, and you know, because so many parents, like dads, he'll come home and he's got everything in his head and he sits down they gobble up dinner and they don't even talk. They say that the average child spends 10 minutes a day with the parents and half of those minutes are spent on, did you do your homework? Do we have to do this? What's next? But if that father who's sitting across the table or mother from their son or daughter, and looked in their eyes and saw that little being that was sitting there just wanting to be loved, acknowledged. Not what did you do, what do you have to do, but being in this beingness that we had a moment together with today. 
And I'm so grateful to you, Peter, for allowing this platform and having it. Well, Mary Lynn, we're actually at the end of our time, and that's a beautiful place to finish because it is the most important thing of all that children know that they're loved uh, from deep within the hearts of their parents and, and all the members of the community who are supporting them. And I thank you so much for the great work that you are doing, and let's, uh, let's continue this journey together. Thank you. I'm looking forward to that, Peter. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, too. So my guest next week is Alicia Isaacs Howes, and she will be talking about your soul story. She'll be talking about how when we connect with the deeper level of ourselves at the soul level, we can have a much better understanding of our life today and and what is guiding it and how we can live the life of uh, productivity and happiness and uh, really fulfill our mission for being here on the planet. I hope you've enjoyed today's show with Mary Lynn Ross. I certainly have and look forward to next week. Have a wonderful week. It's Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. We hope that you found this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tung for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. Thank you.